Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. And now your host, business expert, Andrew Roberts. Hi there, it's Andrew Roberts, and uh, looking forward to helping you learn about how to hire a gun worker. Um, so stick around. I, I know you'll get a lot from this podcast, but uh, before we dive into it, I just I might come across as very vague today. Um, my my wife and I have been on a roller coaster of a ride with our little boy Oscar. He's, he's nine months old, and I tell you what, I'm I think we're we're looking for a gun expert on kids at the moment because um, our little man picked up an alert well, has an allergy to protein from from milk and therefore was unable to take breast milk and and we were unable to put him onto a milk formula and as a result we've got him on these special formulas that are milk and dairy free and 80 bucks a tin mind you it's pretty crazy but uh and they're still not working it's uh such a such a roller coaster isn't it being a parent for those that are um yeah so for the last four weeks i we've been up i, I would say at least five times every night every hour and a half or something trying to soothe this this little boy who's just been going through horrendous gut issues and um figuring out how to just get comfort with this this new formula so whew, crazy stuff I'm, I'm trying to put my finger on uh what's what's a bigger challenge being a business owner or or being a parent and uh yeah very much on par I would I would absolutely say so yeah really take my hat off to any parent that's out there that's going through uh, difficult times with kids because I, I really get it and it certainly um, makes things a little bit more interesting getting the most out of days etc so uh, really really uh, have a whole new layer of respect but that aside um, let's let's rip into this and and uh, for me I think hiring is one of the hiring team members is one of the the best skills you can you can learn as a business owner so hopefully i can pass on some great little tips to help you um make sense of how to go about this and and really the importance of understanding how to find a gun this is this is really important because one good person will always beat three average workers and so i'm a big big believer in in finding guns like hiring the really high quality team members and um don't and and not settling for second best now if you were to look at the the way that most farmers go about hiring if they ever do need to hire help uh often it's a conversation down at the local pub do you know someone and and typically you, you know this this you might find someone on the off the cuff this person rocks up um you don't really give them any training there's no systems in place they go out and they start making mistakes. Um, you then have to go around and fix these mistakes. And you end up working twice as much because you're constantly patching up a whole lot of the mistakes that these team members make. And then you decide after a period of time that they're hopeless and um, that no one's as good as you. So you end up uh, ditching them and, and deciding that, nah, I'm better off doing everything right. So this is very generalized, but this is how a lot of people do it. Um, there's no structure, there's no thinking, there's no uh, systems in place for, for recruiting. And so I'm going to help you today learn to put a bit more structure into how to find great team members and particularly um, the steps you need to take in order to achieve this. Now, before you dive in 
to hiring, um, I want to make the point that great team members are attracted to great businesses. I think this is really important, very important point. It's like, um, I mean, I enjoy watching rugby union and rugby, if you could appreciate the Australian Wallabies are going to attract uh, the best players and, and, and people want to go and work for the, you know, want to go and um, play for their country. And so step number one is you've got to actually make the business great to attract people. And, and, and so the first person to look at is always you as the owner and to ask the question, you know, would I truly work for me? I think that's such a great question. Um, am I someone that I would want to work for? And am I someone that um, is is out there doing the best that I can and I have a growth mindset, meaning I'm open-minded, I want to get ahead? Um, am I clear? Do I have clarity on where I'm wanting to take my business and my life? Am I confident? Um, have I got the skills to manage people effectively, to bring out the best in people? I think the, the first person to look at is always yourself. That's why we, uh, we start our programs with you need to take control of you. Uh, you are your number one asset. So you have to work on yourself um, first in order to uh, attract great team members. And think about it like if you were, if you were um, unable to run a farm and, but you were really passionate about farming, who would you want to go and work for? Would you want to go and work for a company that's got a vision, they've got goals, they've got um, desire to get ahead, or do you want to go and work for someone that just doesn't really give a shit and they, they, they just want to plateau and make ends meet? I mean, I think this, again, it's a really great point to look at that firstly, you really want to have clarity on your vision and your goals and and excitement for growth. I, I really feel that great team members are attracted to companies with with exciting visions and opportunities to grow and opportunity for them to become the, the best version of, of themselves. So um, that's that's important to start at. Radio. So the once you've got that in order, and that, that's not an overnight process, and it and, and it doesn't mean you have to have all those things in place before you hire. Um, but one when you're ready, uh, the first step in hiring a great team member is to write a job description. And really, this is broken into two components. Component number one is the traits that you want to look for in your team member. Component number two is the roles. And you really want to sit down and, and not rush this and get a lot of clarity on exactly who am I looking for and Question number two is, what exactly do I want them to do? So who am I looking for, which is the traits? What exactly do I want them to do, which is the roles? So what I do is I start with all the things that I don't want to see in someone. And I really recommend this is the step that you take. And this will help you come up with the traits. So for example, I don't want someone who is not going to complete tasks I don't want someone who's going to back answer me. I don't want someone that's got a poor attitude, uh, doesn't take responsibility. I don't want someone who's not, a, you know, who's a, who's lazy. Um, so you, you could come up with all these traits of all the things that you don't want. Then that will help you get clarity on what what you do want. Now, by the way, I I insert this 
in my job ads. So for example, and you can copy these, um, the traits that I look for in my team members, uh, I'll, I'll read through them. Confidence, verbal and written, motivation, detail, good communicator, high follow through, positive, takes responsibility. Um, you love to grow and learn and be the best version of yourself. You're a forward planner. You're task oriented. You speak up when you need to. You have good, now this is my business, good, but good computer skills, Word, Excel, etc. You're good at working on your own when you need to. You're a great planner, great at making lists. You love prioritizing tasks. You're reliable. You're a great listener, great learner. Um, this is optional, but delegation skills would benefit. Um, speak up when needed. So these traits actually go into my job description. Now, remember, the job description will help you create the job ad. So you've got to start with the job description. Then you just want to really get clear on the roles that you want this gun worker to have. And really, that's an opportunity for you to go through really everything that you do and look at, well, what, what could I stop doing? What could I delegate? Um, so yeah, there's so many things, but it, it could be from um, obviously maintenance to cleaning sheds to, I mean, landmarking to um, whatever it is that you need. Um, and, and, and it's really important to, to list out all those tasks and all those roles, etc. And once you've got clarity on that, then there's an opportunity for you to uh, think about just little things like what, what sort of hours am I expecting from this particular team member? Am I expecting them to work weekends? Uh, obviously, where, are they, where will they be based? Uh, when do I want them to start? And what would their salary be? What would their package be? Uh, you also need to think about um, whether you will include superannuation uh, or not. You just have to have context around these things. And so, look, realistically, just to go back to what I said at the start, one one amazing worker will always beat three average. So I'm a believer in paying a little bit more to attract great team members. And so, you know, you might be looking at a $70,000, $80,000 salary or package, which might include accommodation or a ute um, and whatever it is, but um, don't be afraid to pay a little bit more to attract quality. Now, in saying that, you might get away with paying a little bit less and you could package up the salary by offering um, training, mentoring, guidance. So, for example, you might come out and say, listen, I'm prepared to pay you year one 50 grand, and I'm going to offer you $20,000 worth of mentoring and training. Um, and then based on how you perform in year one, I will offer you uh, $70,000. Or we can look at increasing your pay in year two. But, you know, I'll throw in um, accommodation, you know, dog food, whatever it might be that you could just package up that offer a little bit better. Um, that's not just about money. Now, great team members are really drawn to um, training and mentoring and guidance. So, so make sure you include that in the job description as well, that you will offer training, guidance, mentoring, um, assistance and help. So this person has the opportunity to grow as a person as well. I think that's, I think that's really important. There's a great saying, try, uh, grow your team member, you, you grow your business. So if you, if you can put your team members through some, some training, you, 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 either you can provide that or you might even outsource that, uh, you'll find that, that it will really help. Now, 
once you've got your job description, then you, you've got the opportunity to create a job ad. And a lot of farmers fail with this because they might put this tiny little ad in the paper, like this little box. And, you know, whilst that might get you a few interests of people, I, I'm a believer that the more detail you put in the job ad, the better. So I like to literally copy the job description and paste it as the job ad. So, um, for example, we're looking for a farm hand. Um, here's the traits that we're looking for. Here's the role that you will do. Here's what you need to do in order to apply. So once you've got that copied across, the next step would be to come up with a really catchy title. I mean, if you think about it, when you flick through the newspaper, you're drawn to the big, bold title at the top um, rather than the copy within the article. And coming up with a catchy title is very important. Um, so here's an example of something you could use. It could be work with a passionate farming family that cares for animals and the environment um, that offers you lots of training and mentoring. There you go. That's an example of a, a nice headline that shows that you're passionate, you care for the environment, you care for animals, um, and you offer training and mentoring, right? So, so something like that would bounce out potentially at a, um, at a really great farmhand. So that's the first thing. Come up with a, touch, cat, a catchy title, uh, summarize, well, you want to sum, summarize the salary, summarize the hours, summarize the start time. I include the 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 um the traits and I include the roles. I also do include the values of the business. Um, I, I won't go too much into this today, but the values really govern your culture, um, and I think it's very healthy to have your values documented. We we certainly do this with our clients. We we help them document their values, so then the whole business and organisation um, operate to those values. I mean, I'll just share mine with Farm Owners Academy here, and it might prompt an idea, but we, we have five values, empathetic, challenging, innovative, leaders, passionate. And that just means that we want to hire people based on these values. So just briefly, empathetic, is that means we really care about our clients and we meet them with where they're at, not where we are. Um, we're challenging. We're not here to help them realize. We're here to help them realize their potential. This means we have to confront their constraints and confront their bullshit meter, actually, and and be challenging on them. We're innovative. We want to always look for new and better ways to do things. We're leaders. We want to we want to grow. We want to help out. We want to be inspirational for our clients and and help them be the best versions of themselves. We're passionate. We really love what we do. We love making a difference to our members, and we really love business. So that's our that's our values. And if you could appreciate that's gov- that that's clear through the whole organisation. And we hire, fire, um, review people based on these values. So once you've got those, I, I like to include the values in the job ad as well. And then once you've got the job ad ready. You really then want to place that job ad and because look, this is such a critical decision, hiring a gun, in my opinion, if you get this right, can transform your whole, your whole organization. It really can. I mean, one of our members, David, um, hired a gun and as a result, he was able to just hand over 90% of the running of the farm because this guy had the right traits, he's got the right attitude, he's got you know, the right skills. And as a result, um, you can delegate so much, so much um, work 
that can then free you up to work on higher value activity, higher dollar producing activity. That's where you can scale up your farm. That's where you can look for better opportunities. You can start looking at off-farm investing. You can looking at really the, the profit levers that can drive your profitability forward, right? So so by freeing up time and letting go of, of, of a lot of farm work uh, that needs to get done um, will, will enable you to, to make more money. There's, I mean, I, I've seen this over and over again. So um, it, it's a game changer. So you might as well, it's okay spending a little bit of time and effort doing this well. And that's that saying, you know, you want to hire slowly, fire fast. Okay, high, slowly, fire, fast. So there's, you know, I, excuse me. Excuse me. I sneeze. Um, so really, in order to do this, um, I, I'm going to give you some tips. And you want, you, you really want to look at how can I, uh, put out these this ad locally where can where else where can i place this ad locally so you might have your local papers you might have notice boards i mean look there's so many opportunities when you open your eyes but you might be able to ring the local uh radio station and and get them to share it i mean they will if you if you don't ask you don't get right there's there's probably a whole lot of other areas where you could share this you might send send out the ad to your whole network you might put it up on your website you might put it up on your on your social media pages you might send it out on twitter so that's your local ideas then you want to start thinking about national you see a great team member will travel to work for a great company it's really important to note a lot of people get restricted because they have this energy or they think that oh there's there's only you might be in a regional town that that has a population of 200 people and so you might have the mindset that oh there's no one around, but that's not true because if you, if you write a great ad and you, you sell it on a national, inter, an international uh, level, then you can attract someone that uh, will, will travel, okay? So good team members will travel for great jobs, particularly younger, young guns. Um, that young guns with the right attitude, they want to learn. I mean, they're the, they're the types of people that I, I want to hire. I don't, I, I want to actually hire someone with the right attitude and then teach them the right skills. You're far better off hiring someone with the attitude, in my opinion, than hiring someone with the skills because then you can, you can train them the right way, um, your way, and, and that will eliminate a lot of hassle. But anyway, don't, don't underestimate of using. Things like Seek and 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 looking on a national basis. You can use things like LinkedIn, um, and there's a whole lot of other places that you can look at. The other play, the other idea that I'll, I will get you to think about is is international, um, because if you were to take there's a, there's so many organisations out there, and and look off the top of my head, I, I can't find them. But if you if you Google um, hiring farmers from uh, overseas farmers so you know i know that there's a an influx of africans that want to come out to australia and and work as farmhands or there's 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 so many opportunities if you look that you could actually run these ads on an international basis if you can't find someone nationally then hire a hire someone that will travel out and and work for you so there's a lot of talent around if you're prepared to look and don't just look local is the point that i'm making so 
once um, once you get the ads happening, then you really should be getting some leads or interested parties. And what I typically do is I, I like to do a a thirty minute phone interview just to suss out you know what they sound like. Ask them some questions around their experience. Ask them some questions around their traits. I, you know, I might just go back to the job description and just clarify. Tell me a bit more about why you want to apply for this job. Uh, you know, let's go through these traits. Uh, t- tell me why you. You know, in what ways are you confident, etc. So, and, and I'm really just looking for. Yeah, is this a person that I want to work with? Um, and now if they pass that that telephone interview, that's when I'll invite them to come out. Look, depending on how far they've got to travel, but if it wasn't much, then it might be a 60-minute in-person catch-up. And again, it's going to be relaxed. It's casual. It's me just getting a feeling for this person and do I like them? Do they like me? Um, could we work together? What's my gut say about this? Do they have the, the traits that I'm looking for? Do they have some of the skills that I'm looking for? Do I think this person can do the job? If they pass that, I then get them to do a personality profile. We recommend the Colby profile, K-O-L-B-E. Um, the Kobe profile really just does a personality test to let me know whether they've got what it takes um, to do the job properly. Uh, costs you maybe $100 or something to pay for this. And uh, I'm particularly looking for follow-through. Does this person have a strong follow-through? Then I will also reference check them. So I want to speak with two or three people that know this person. And um, sometimes if I feel it's like their best mate that's doing the reference check, I'll ask that person could you give me two or three other people that you that you know knows them that I can ring, and then I'll ring I'll ring another two or three people because I, I, reference checking is very important. You really want to reference check. Then after all of that, before offering them the job, I want to have like a whole day with them or something. I want to hang with them, right? You want you want to maybe get them out on the farm, drive around with them for a day, maybe even meet their partner and their family if you can, but don't rush it really get a feeling that, yeah, this is great. And, you know, this is hopefully going to be a long-term high for you. Um, so, and and then once I've gone through that whole process and I'm really satisfied, then I'll make them the offer. Um, and I'll also be really quite strict that I've got three months to terminate this offer. If it doesn't work out, um, within three months, you can quit I can, I can, or I can sack you. Um, no strings attached, and I'll make sure they agree, I, they agree on on that. And, then, and once they agree on that, then I, I I think it's very important to have what's called a position description description, where you get them to sign off on a position description, and then you okay it, they okay it. It's all signed up, so you're clear on the money, clear on the hours, clear on the role, um, and away you go. So, a few final thoughts. Um, to summarize, remember, hire slowly, fire fast. Hire slowly, fire fast. If they're not great, get them out. Start again. Uh, the second point is you're better off training someone and they leave than not training them and they stay. So please remember systems and training is so important. Again, we speak so much about this in our program, Take Control. Uh, where we teach you how to take get organized right and set up systems set up training so 
so you uh, eliminate mistakes. And the last point is induct them well and have an induction system where you get to sit down with them at the start and set the expectations, set the rules, um, take them through your goals, the vision of your business, tell them exactly what you want, you know, how how it's all going to work, induct them well, uh, because the most important day of someone working with you is day one, followed by the most important week, which is week one. And most people just don't do this properly. They, they, they rush these things and, and then they get frustrated because the person um, makes their own rules up, right? If you don't set the rules, they will make the rules up. Um, if you want help with all of this, just reach out to us. We've just got so much that we can offer you uh, to help you get this stuff done, done well and done right. Um, so just give us a call or, or send us an email, but, um, we, we can, uh, have a chat and, um, help, help you set this up. So, so in summary, um, remember, take control of you first. You need to be a great business owner and run a great business to attract great people. Start with the job description, get the traits, get the roles, down, move that over to the job ad, look local, look national, look international, slow down the interview process, don't rush it, make sure you, you know, hopefully you can interview three to five people, right, um, and be really confident and certain before hiring. If you've got a, a gut instinct that it's not right, just don't do it. Keep looking, slow it down, don't rush it. Hope that helps. Please share that with other farmers um, and uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. But for now, take care. Bye now.